Hey everybody, welcome back to Deserts of Plenty. My name is Ralph, <clears throat> and I'm the host. I guess that's obvious. I'm the one talking. Um, and Deserts of Plenty is uh, a podcast about um, making our way in this crazy world, or making my way. And I'm just sharing some some thoughts and experiences that I am having, and to see if any of this resonates with you. Um, so I will, once again, say this, because I, I will be talking about medical stuff today. Uh, I do not give advice. I am not a doctor. And even if I were a doctor, I'm not your doctor. And even if I were your doctor, you are the one that's in charge of your medical well-being, your physical, emotional, and mental, spiritual well-being. And so this is information. This is stuff that, boy, I wish I knew this. Uh, and that's, and that's the sort of the theme of today. Um, things that I wish I had known, uh, which, you know, would have made some difference. So, uh, let's just back up to about, I think, 2018, 2019. So I'm 57 now. So in that time, I'd be about 52, 53. And I noticed some things going on with me, um, that I just put down as like, well, I'm getting older. And so these are just processes that happen. So for example, one of the things I, I was getting, um, if not daily, pretty frequently, and it was episodes of brain fog and my brain. So brain fog is, uh, you know, an inability to stay concentrated and focused on, a on, on a task or something that you're working on, I guess a task. Uh, so like you're, if you're extremely tired, how hard it is to focus on something, that's kind of brain fog that I would get. And, um, I also, uh, was developed high blood pressure. My blood pressure was 140 over 90, which caused my doctor, my GP to put me on medication. And the thing, you know, one of the things about high blood pressure is it, there's no symptoms. There's no symptoms until it's really bad. So check your blood pressure. That is some advice that I would give you. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what your blood pressure should be, but I will tell you, check it. Um, I was also getting instances of peripheral neuropathy or what felt like that. Again, I shouldn't diagnose myself, but based on everything I've seen, it fits. And that's when you get some tingling or numbness in uh, extremities, like fingers and toes. I would get it in my hands and uh, usually in my right hand and... Um, it was transient. It would last for a few hours, maybe a day, and then it would go away. Um, I started gaining weight around my midsection and putting on some weight. And um, yeah, I guess my waist went uh, well over 100 centimeters for my waist, uh, which is relevant in a moment. I'll talk about it. So these things were going on, and I just put them down, well, you know, 52, 53. Oh, the other thing I had was inflammation. I was getting a lot of inflammation, particularly in my feet. I was having problems with plantar fasciitis. Uh, my Achilles would often have problems. I got a couple uh, cases of gout in my toes. But uh, it seemed like once a month or something, I would be hobbling because I have some problem with my foot or one of my feet. And, uh, and I just said, well, I guess this is just aging. And it sucked. Um, so... Uh, the pandemic hit and then I started drinking like an idiot uh, and um, it got so bad. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, was it five o'clock yet? Because during the pandemic when there was nothing to do, I started drinking at five o'clock um, and I would often go to bed 
uh, if not, you know, slightly drunk, slightly intoxicated. And I did that every single day. And uh, I think probably somewhere in the summer of uh, the pandemic, the first pandemic, I said, this is, this is ridiculous. Putting on this weight, uh, these symptoms that I have are getting worse or they're not getting better. So the first thing I did was I started cutting down on my drinking and I, um, the way I did that is, uh, I would keep for the entire week, every, like I would drink beer predominantly and I would, uh, or if I drank or wine was the other thing I would drink a little bit. Um, and I would just keep all the empties for a week so I could look at them. And, uh, when I would see like a whole week's full, full worth of empty cans, and then I started calculating how much alcohol that was. Uh, that was my first step into cutting down, um, you know, just, just seeing it. Uh, I also started weighing myself daily and, uh, it's a truism apparently that people who weigh themselves every single day will lose weight. And that worked for me. Um, and then, uh, you know, when I was waiting for my gym to reopen because I thought, well, I put on 25 pounds and once my gym reopens, I'll go back to the way I was. Um, and I, and these other symptoms that I had, I just thought, well, this is just part of aging, you know, inflammation, peripheral neuropathy, high blood pressure, brain fog. This is just, uh, what goes on. And I was already on medication for my, for my blood pressure. And the other thing I started doing was because I had high blood pressure was I was started monitoring my blood pressure, you know, three times a week. Um, so I could track that and see what was going on. And um, so the gyms reopen, pandemic kind of ends, the gyms reopen, I go back, I lose a few pounds, but not all of it. These symptoms don't abate. They stay where they are. My blood pressure is down a little bit from the medication, but it's struggling to stay in the 135 over 85 range which is still, from what I read, is too high. And I'm always someone who doesn't like medication. I mean, I love medication, don't get me wrong, when it's necessary, but to be chronically on something is not some, it's not a place where I want to be because Western medicine, as wonderful as it is, uh, is really bent more on treating symptoms, not on holistically looking at the causes of problems and addressing those. You know, we, we wait for people to get sick and then they show up at their doctor's office or the emergency room with, you know, uh, damage that's been done to their bodies by a lifetime of, you know, or, or several years of fill in the blank. Um, anyway, so what happened is uh, I started really looking into uh, ways to lower your blood pressure and uh, ways to lose weight. And uh, of course I, I did everything that people do, I guess, calorie restriction, I counted calories first. That seemed to work for a while and then it stopped working. Um, and um, without going into all of the weeds, I do have a background in medical research, which is relevant only because I did a lot of scientific dives and, and, and reading, literally reading papers, or at least, you know, the, the, the discussion parts of papers and the conclusion parts of papers, not really the methods and materials so much, uh, but abstracts. And I uh, was uh, listened to a lot of lectures by scientists on YouTube. And uh, what I have now in retrospect, and again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not diagnosing anything, but 
uh, maybe I feel like I am, but I feel very strongly that what I had in 2019 at the age of 52, 53 was uh, the beginning of diabetes, like type 2 diabetes, pre-diabetes, and or metabolic syndrome. Uh, two conditions which when I was a child didn't exist, but now uh, affect, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50% of the population of adults. Like many, many, many adults now have metabolic syndrome or type 2 diabetes, or they're on their way to get those things. So uh, a lot of these symptoms, brain fog, high blood pressure, peripheral neuropathy, inflammation, um, there's a couple other big ones too, uh, in men, erectile dysfunction and in women, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which are two of the leading causes of infertility in, in human beings. Um, so these are all conditions that, and belly fat, belly fat is the other big one that is a hallmarks now of the beginnings of type two diabetes, or they seem to be. And, um, so what I did after discovering all of this is I worked very hard to get my weight off, which, and I went to intermittent uh, fasting, or calorie, re calorie uh, restricted feeding, not, not calorie restriction, but time restriction feeding. Uh, I do kind of a mix of those things and I won't get into the details of what I do because what I do is right for me or it seems right for me, but it's, it always changes. And now flash forward to two and a half years later, well, not quite two years later, uh, one and a half years later down the beginning of this thing, my brain fog is gone. I do not have brain fog anymore. My blood pressure, uh, without medication, I went off medication, is now 110 over 70, 110 over 75. Uh, 110 over 70 is apparently ideal. I thought it was 120 over 80, but that's like where the highest they want it to be. Uh, no more episodes of peripheral neuropathy. Uh, my inflammation has largely gone um, in October, so that's about uh, nine months ago. I did mess up something in my elbow, but I think that was an acute injury from lifting weights. And um, but the, the, the inflammation in my feet is completely gone, um, and uh, I don't have it anywhere else. My belly fat has abated a lot, and my waist now is 92 centimeters, which down from a high of 107. Um, and that's relevant because one of the, for health, uh, you know, we're looking for, especially in men, I forget what it is in women, but a waist to hip ratio of under one and mine was over one and now it's under one, but also uh, having a waist circumference under a hundred centimeters. Um, it's above that where we start to get into some problems. Uh, it's one of the hallmarks of metabolic syndrome. Uh, fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, type 2 diabetes. So, um, and that's really what I want to get across today is that some of these things that are associated that we think are associated with aging, like high blood pressure or higher blood pressure, like inflammation, like aches and pains, uh, these things not are not necessarily part of aging, but could be part of how our bodies change as we age and we don't adapt, right? Like you, like I, I know so many friends who, well, they say to me, well, Ralph, I can't have dairy anymore or I can't eat cheese or I can't drink wine or gluten. And, uh, and, and, and I think it seems like that all of us have certain changes 
we, we can digest or metabolize certain things differently than we could, right? This is something I never even thought of that, oh, you know, I can eat, you know, I can eat whatever pizza or I can eat crap and I can just eat the same crap when I'm 25 and I can eat this at 50 and 70 and it's not going to make a difference because that's my body. Well, no, my body has changed apparently. And so things that I used to be able to eat quite well, now I can't, I have to listen to it. And so through fasting, through exercise, through changing my diet, more plant-based, um, and, and the, I would say the, the, big, the big hallmark for me is cutting down a lot on sugar and especially processed things. It's like it's not like I don't eat any of these things. You know, uh, yesterday I ate most of a bag of chips, but I don't have them every week or every month, and I and I eat more you know, whole foods, real foods, things when you go to the grocery store, um, things without a barcode, or if it has a barcode, look at it. Or if it's got more than four ingredients, or if it's got ingredients on the list that you don't recognize, these things, are okay. And as one uh, of the people that I, one of the researchers that I follow or listen to said, it's, it's less about the food and what's been done to it, how it determines how healthy it is for you. So, so the more processing something has, uh, generally, the worse it is. Or as Michael Pollan says, the food you make for yourself in your house is probably pretty good. But the stuff you that's made by other people, that's probably not so good um, because of all the ingredients that they add to it or the way that food has been changed or altered or processed. You know, just cutting up an apple is processing. So... It's not like none of us eat processed food. There's just different levels of processing. And I like to think of it that way because I, I used to be a big drinker of smoothies until I realized or not didn't realize it. It was, I was, I learned that when you put fruit or vegetables in a smoothie, you destroy a lot of the insoluble fiber. It's no longer the health benefits of it are taken away or much reduced. So I've stopped drinking smoothies and I've now gone to eating more salads and more whole foods that are minimally processed. I still, in my salad, I still put it in a food processor and uh, chop it up smaller. But I, you know, because I'd rather eat shredded carrot in a salad than the whole carrots in a salad. But that's just a, that's just a me thing. So what i really the what i really want to get across today is symptoms that we think may be just associated with the fact that we're getting older oh you know i can't run anymore that happened to me about four years ago i decided well i guess i'm done running because the last summer that i played softball which is about when all this started i noticed that my knees were just like uh the stopping and starting the turning it was just it was too hard on my knees so i said well i guess i'm not going to run anymore well i'm running again uh, I'm running fairly quickly, actually, uh, for me, like, like not, not as, not, not compared to what I used to do or not even probably compared to other 57 year old people who run consistently, but I'm running a lot faster than I thought I was going to run. And I feel amazing and my blood pressure is quite low. And now there are other markers that I'm looking into. I bought myself a glucose monitor so I can monitor my glucose, uh, monitor your body uric acid. Uh, monitor so I can monitor my levels of uric acid because I want to be in control of my health and I want to 
see things coming before they become problems. I don't want to wind up in the emergency room clutching my chest or, or you know, waiting until something that I don't want to ignore things. One final little thing, and I've mentioned this before. Uh, I went to my eye doctor again about five, no, this is longer, maybe 10 years ago, because the floaties in my eye had begun, they turned dark. Uh, so I think, you know, the floaters in your eyes, like if you look in a clear sky, that's when you're probably most likely to see them. These little bits of protein and the viscous part of your eyes, and they look little clear threads, uh, which I've had my whole life. And I, everybody I talk to has them. Uh, but around a decade ago, my, some of them started turning dark. And on bright sunny days, it became uh, annoying. Like It didn't change my quality of life, but I found them annoying and distracting. They're gone. And, uh, you know, when I went to my eye doctor and told him about it, he just shrugged and said, yeah, well, there's nothing you can do about it. That's just the thing. Well, it seems for me, doing extended fasts of 60 hours took care of it. And they're gone. Um, inflammation is gone. Brain fog, gone. Peripheral neuropathy, gone. Belly fat, gone. And I would say for myself, the vast majority of this is from cutting out and cutting down on sugar and processed carbohydrates and eating whole foods. I, I'm sure exercise has played a big part. I'm sure the fasting has made a big part. I'm sure that losing some weight and losing some of this visceral fat, the fat, the, the dangerous fat, the, you know, there's the subcutaneous fat, it's not dangerous. But the visceral fat, the stuff you have in your belly that's packed in around your organs and liver fat, those are the dangerous fats. Um, and uh, so I think getting rid of those has helped a lot. It's reduced inflammation, seemingly. Certainly don't feel all the inflammation. And here's the last little thing. Uh, after the pandemic and I went back to the gym, I could do maybe two, three pull-ups, maybe. Well, now I'm back to doing almost 10 pull-ups. Uh, I never thought I would do that again. I thought, you know, because it was three forever. Like, I, I wasn't getting any better. Um, and so yesterday I did pull-ups without any kind of support and I managed to do seven without any, um, without any support. Yeah. It was hard, but I did them and like, oh my God, I'm going to get back to doing 10 pull-ups again. Anyway, that's my time. Thanks very much. Uh, you know, you're in charge of your health and, and I, and I would encourage, again, not advising, but I would just, uh, just to give you the, the notion, that's all I want to do. Just give you the notion that. Things that you may accept about yourself just as well. That's, I'm 40, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70, I'm 80. Those are just, that's just going to happen. Not necessarily. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have answers. But uh, certainly the things that I thought, well, these are just with me. I'm just going to have to learn to live with high blood pressure. Nope. Nope. Uh, I don't. I don't have to learn to live with high blood pressure. I can, I can deal with it. Anyway, that's my time. Thanks very much for tuning in. Hope to see you next time here on Deserts Plenty. Bye.